Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From the Financial Times in London, this is Hard Currency. I'm Katie Martin, and I'm happy to say I'm joined by Frédéric Ducrozet from Pictet Wealth in Geneva. Fred, it's been another lively week on the European currency front. There's never a dull moment for us in these markets. But let's start with sterling. It seems like the market wants to move on every incremental step in the Brexit debate. What is it about a hard Brexit that's rumbling markets so much at the moment? I guess a big change nowadays that we have a hard deadline, uh, that uh, the Article 50 will be triggered next year, and that at least it brings some uh, visibility to markets uh, in terms of the schedule. But uh, on the other hand, we have nothing uh, close to a strategy, nothing close to a plan. Uh, And uh, indeed, in terms of what a hard Brexit would mean for the economy, the market is left uh, guessing. And I think the implication, near term at least, uh, will be important for uh, the Bank of England, the monetary policy and the fiscal policy. So probably uh, what the price action means for this week is that more accommodation, is priced in at some point, uh, whether it is a rate cut, more QE, or hopefully, ideally, uh, a more aggressive fiscal stance. That's probably the the reaction that uh, the interpretation uh, I have from uh, this week's moves. So it's the fact that we have a deadline, but that we still don't know what that deadline is going to bring that seems to be really worrying people. But it's interesting what you say about the extra accommodation, because actually the market's implied chance of another cut in November has pulled back recently because the the economic data has actually been okay. Um, how does that how does that play out? Are we really moving on? rate expectations or are we just moving on awful politics? Probably both. Uh, You're right. In terms of the Bank of England next move, there has been some uh, volatility in market expectations. But uh, again, the forward guidance uh, so far has been quite clear that there will be at some point another move close to zero. And the fact that it has been pulled back and comes again into a rates market probably had an effect this week. Then uh, the medium term outlook has to be priced in with more certainty. That's why the hard deadline is uh, um, uh, both a positive and a negative uh, for currency market. And I think the net net effect is somewhat of a, a further weakening in trade weight terms uh, in, in the sterling. How much attention do you think the market will pay to the fact that our Prime Minister Theresa May is talking about how something has to change with monetary policy. And there seems to be a shift in the smoke signals away from a reliance on monetary policy and QE and towards something more fiscal policy centred. How will that play out in markets, do you think? That was a very surprising comment uh, I read in the Financial Times this week, indeed. But when you read, uh, and as you wrote, I mean, when you read the speech very carefully, there is very little uh, uh, in terms of implication, concrete implication of monetary policy. Hopefully, Mark Carney will not resign. Hopefully, it has no uh, impact in terms of the credibility and independence of the central bank. I don't think that's the point. Probably, more likely, uh, the point was about the policy mix, the broader policy mix. Something has to change. 
if something can change in the next few months, in my opinion, it's the fiscal stance. And that could, again, be uh, um, c come with more accommodation and probably a, a somewhat more targeted fiscal stimulus as soon as next year. Speaking of Mark Carney, possibly our most important foreign worker, how important is he to investor confidence in the UK, do you think? It's difficult to say because the Bank of England has been doing a, a great job in terms of communication, in terms of uh, uh, communicating its uh, strategy to markets in recent years. Uh, forward guidance has been uh, somewhat of a mixed uh, uh, blessing, I would say. But overall, there is no questioning the independence or credibility of the Bank of England. And the reaction to the Brexit vote was rather welcome by market. To which extent this is due to Mark Carney alone, I'm not sure, uh, but it would definitely be a negative for market, at least short term, if the implication were more personal, I would say. Yeah, let, let's try not to find that out. Speaking of central bank credibility, moving on to the euro, there was a very a bit of a kind of curveball thrown into the markets this week with people talking about the prospect of the European Central Bank tapering its bond buying program. Just when everyone's talking about it actually being extended, do you think we're looking at the beginnings of something looking like a European taper tantrum or do you think it's a bit premature for all that? It's very premature for the ECB to even discuss winding down asset purchases. But at the same time, every central bank that embarked on QE, uh, negative rates and other uh, exotic, I would say, policy measures had to think about the exit strategy eventually. And the ECB is no exception. Uh, President Draghi told us that they did not discuss this at the last meeting. I think he's lying. He can be. <laughs> he can be lying. Of course they did. They always do. Not, all, not only the Germans. Uh, I mean, again, it's part of uh, the credibility of the central banks to think ahead uh, over the next two, three years, maybe even longer. And, and that, uh, in that uh, respect, the tapering is an obvious exit strategy, in my opinion, when, if and when QE does stops. Mm. So there has been a bit of a move in the bond market, also a little bit more strength in the euro as a result of all of this. Would you would you fade that? Do you think that's not something to pay too much attention to at this point? Definitely. I think uh, that's the surprising part, maybe what at least the market reaction is uh, very telling from that perspective. It shows how sensitive bond markets in particular are. FX market to a probably a lesser extent to any news uh, about tapering, uh, whether it is in Japan uh, with the new yield curve control strategy from the Bank of Japan or uh, a possible uh, tapering by the ECB. Yes, I think uh, would fade this move. We're still looking for a slightly weaker euro against the dollar uh, next year. And uh, the reason is that the underlying picture in the euro area, and in particular uh, in terms of inflation, is still very worrying. And I think the ECB on balance, is still uh, uh, quite worried, actually, about the sh near to medium term uh, outlook for core inflation. There is no way that the ECB gives up. That's another big word from uh, Mr. Draghi this year. We don't give up uh, in face of low inflation. And maybe next year they will uh, see some uptick in, in core inflation. But so far, 0.8% in the euro area, it's too low. And there is very little chance that this changes in the next few months. So I would fade the move for now. But even then, there were, what, five-year highs against sterling? I mean, sterling's really going some here to... Uh... <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good point because we always talk about euro dollar, uh, but uh, the euro, uh, the currency in trade-weighted terms is still too high, too high relative to whatever level you think it's appropriate. But for the ECB in particular, it's still a bit too high. Uh, and that's the <laughs> all the... 
uh, maybe the paradox of this news is that it could it would be good news to taper. It would be good news to NQE to have a steeper curve, German curve that is for banks, for insurers and for the country actually in Germany would be good news. But if that happens with a stronger currency in particular, then uh, the ECB will have to revise its inflation forecast downwards again. And that's definitely something they don't want to do. Yeah, then we start tying ourselves in knots. Just very quickly on the Fed, to what extent would it be a surprise if the Fed raised rates again this year? In November, you mean? Uh, I mean, chances are never zero, but very low. I think that uh, the Fed does something in November. It would be a surprise to me that they do nothing in December, regardless of the results of the election, to be honest, because uh, then it will take some time to know exactly what the fiscal policy will look like in the next few years, whether it's Clinton or, or Trump. So I think the Fed has made it very clear that they are data dependent, that the mm. data this week were quite strong and that action should follow. Mm. So we'll just have to see what the dollar makes of that if and when it finally happens. I think uh, if it's a dovish hike, then maybe the, the reaction in the FX market will be more muted. Yeah, exactly. Fred, we're out of time, but thanks so much for your insight. We're back next week. In the meantime, keep up to date at ft.com markets. Thank you, Katie.